Hello and welcome to another edition of the Solid Rock Minnesota podcast, a place to swing by for a brief moment for some stories or news and things to ponder. It's a place to take a small pause from your busy life. So grab yourself some coffee or a mug of tea or a pop, as we like to call it here in the North Country, and kick back for a moment. Take a breather. Over the past several months, I've had some pretty painful back and leg issues going on from a canoe episode near the BWCA several years ago. I had an accident and was injured, and over time arthritis has set in, and at times it flares up with a vengeance. It will require a few trips to the medicine cabinet for some ibuprofen and sometimes a few visits to the chiropractor to get everything aligned and loosened up again. And with each ache and pain that happens, it always makes me think back to that day. We were camping up near the BWCA. It's one of our favorite places to go for some solitude and paddling and some good fishing usually. It was early morning and as usual I was awake and ready to go fishing before daylight. I let my best half sleep and headed with my fishing gear and paddled down to the lake where my solo canoe rested on the shore. While I love to fish for my kayak, my little 33-pound solo canoe also ranks up there for some good times fishing. It's half the weight of my kayak and much easier to pick up and haul if needed, but it's also a lot more tippy. I got all my rods and tackle situated and was in the canoe paddling out to a spot about a mile from our campsite. The day was breaking and I could see the dark clouds in the west. The lake was calm, so I figured I had time before the rain came. There was a fog just above the lake and it was starting to lift. It was just an absolutely beautiful morning. I cast my line and trolled to the spot I wanted to try out. I caught a tree stump and a small sunfish. I got to the spot and cast out from my canoe with my ultralight rod, looking for some crappies. Second cast, I had a small perch on my line. Just as I was reeling it in, a huge northern grabbed the perch. I let out my line and I reeled it in and I played with the northern back and forth for a few minutes, although it seemed like an hour. And just as I was getting the tuckered out fish up near the canoe, the line snapped and off went the northern with the perch in its mouth. So I paddled over to the shore to restring my line and let the adrenaline stop pumping so hard. As I sat there, I noticed big splashes coming from this little pond behind me, about 10 feet from the shore where I was. So I got out of the canoe, and I went over there, and I flipped my line several times to see what was in the waters. I caught several small sunfish, and I thought, well, maybe to portage over with the canoe and try it out. But just as I was going back to the canoe, it started to rain, and then it was downpouring. The temperature had cooled down a lot, too, and I decided it was time to hop in the canoe and paddle back to camp. As I was getting ready to get into the canoe, I slipped on a big wet rock. Trying to catch my balance, my right leg went out in front of me, way further than it should have, and I heard this loud pop coming from the back of my leg. To this day, I swear, it was as loud a pop as ever. You could hear it. It echoed off the lake like it was in surround sound. I lost my balance completely. I grabbed the canoe, hoping to keep upright, and proceeded to tip the canoe and fill it with water. I was now sitting on the rock next to the canoe in the water, watching all my fishing gear exit the canoe to the water. It was only about two or three feet of water, but it all started to sink. I was frantically trying to gather all my gear and throw it to the shore until I could empty all the water from the canoe. It was still downpouring, and now I was completely soaked to the skin and getting really cold. 
I crawled out of the water to the muddy shoreline and sat down. My leg was killing me with sharp, piercing pain. I can honestly say I saw stars when it happened, and I thought for a moment I would pass out. I started doing that breathing technique you use in the end stages of childbirth to try to not think about the pain. I was like a mile from camp and needed to get back to the other side of the lake. So continuing to do my breathing, I stood up, but only on one leg. The right one wasn't going to let me put any weight on it without screaming out in pain. So I hobbled to the water-filled canoe and tried to lift it to empty it. It wasn't going to happen. I sat down and started to bail the water out with the empty travel mug I had. I was shivering, really hurting, and the rain was coming down in buckets now compared to my little travel mug. I finally tried again to stand and empty the canoe. I got up and pulled it as best as I could with it full of water, and I got it close to shore to see if I could lean it over and empty it. Well, I was able to do just that. Most of the water emptied, and I could now load my gear and get home. I got everything in the canoe except me. This was going to be a sight, trying to hop on one leg and get in a canoe. I couldn't do it on shore, so I went out in the water a few feet. I took a deep breath and pretty much stood on both legs, and I just lunged into the canoe and immediately saw stars again, but managed to steady myself so I didn't tip it over. I heard and felt another pop in the back of my leg, but this time it wasn't quite as bad as the first time. It took what seemed like hours to paddle back to shore. With each stroke of the paddle, there was this sharp pain in my leg, and it took me a few minutes of paddling to realize the moaning I heard was coming from me. I got back to shore, and my best half was there waiting for me. He had seen me coming back. I'm not sure if he heard my moans, too, but I was sure glad to see him. He helped me out of the canoe, and I gimped back to the campsite on one leg and him hauling me. Once back to camp and changing into dry clothes, I was able to do a full nursing assessment on my injury. It was starting to swell behind my thigh. It still hurt pretty bad. My best guess was I had torn a hamstring. I drugged myself with some ibuprofen and put cold compresses on it. Meanwhile, this was the day we were to go home, so I did the best I could to gimp around and help pack up to go home. We made the four-hour trip home with many stops along the way to grab some ice and let me rearrange my leg to get comfortable. Over the next few days, I kept icing and resting it as that was about all I imagined could be done. I now had a bruise from my upper thigh into my ankle and a pretty good size bulge on the back of my leg, but I was able to hobble on it when it was needed. After a week of resting and icing, I decided to go to the chiropractor to see if there were any adjustments to be done. I figured going to the medical doctor would be pointless since they'd just tell me to rest it, ice it, and elevate it, and that's pretty much what I was doing. When I got to the chiropractor, he looked at it, pressed a few spots gently, and said it needed more time to heal and lose the swelling. He did confirm that I had torn the hamstring muscle and probably a few other ligaments. He sent me home with instructions to rest, ice, and elevate for two to three more weeks. Then I was to go to physical therapy, and they were going to give me some strengthening stuff to do. So off I went for another three weeks of home treatment. After that, I made an appointment with the PT people and went in. By now I was walking, and the pain was tolerable. I got there and walked in pretty much on display as the PT person was watching how I walked. She had me lie on my stomach to work on my leg. 
She took one look at it and said, nope, still too bruised and swollen. This was now almost six weeks since the injury. The bruising was still there, but all yellow and old and mostly just behind my upper leg. So she suggested another two to three weeks of resting it before PT. I went home. I eventually went back and finally got some treatment and exercises to strengthen it again. That was about 10 years ago. My leg and back eventually did heal after about six months. But as the years have gone by and I've gotten older, time settled into my bones and I've gotten arthritis in that area. There have been days I have cussed out that fateful morning in the canoe. The lingering and ongoing effects have caused pain over the years and made me kind of pity myself some. This summer I had a flare-up, pretty bad, and I was barely walking once again. And there's nothing more obnoxious than me in pain that I can't fix and moping around feeling sorry for myself. After several people telling me to go get it checked out, I finally went to a new chiropractor. She did massage and pressure points and some adjustments every week for about two months. She also, along with my niece, the yoga instructor, showed me some yoga stretches and moves with a foam roller. I was to do them to help stretch and loosen the joints and muscles. I attempted to do them and about broke my whole body flailing around off that roller and onto the ground. I was finding myself sprawled face first on the ground more than I was in the yoga poses. I have no balance. And getting off the floor once in my face plant pose was really hard unless Max, my dog, was there to lean against and help me up. I needed to find another way to keep my legs and back loose and stretched out. I pictured myself spending way more time sprawled out on the floor than I wanted to be. Well, over the past month, I think I may have found the key to keeping my arthritic body from screaming out in pain. I've discovered Tai Chi through YouTube. There are many teachers doing it, like 10 to 15 minute instructions on YouTube. I have found a few videos, and every morning when I wake up, I'm facing east and my TV and doing my Tai Chi movements for 20 minutes before I do anything else. Not only has it helped me keep my back and legs pain-free and stretched out, but it's also giving me some more calmness and kind of mental and physical balance with the deep breathing that goes along with it. And it works the whole body and all those other up-and-coming arthritic areas. While I dreaded getting on the floor with the yoga moves and rolling the foam pad around, I'm enjoying starting my day doing this routine and being free of pain in the mornings and throughout the day. Tai Chi, yeah, you betcha, it works. Thanks for listening to the Solid Rock Minnesota podcast. Time is precious, and we're very grateful and appreciate the time you have taken to give us a listen. If you'd like more information about Solid Rock Minnesota, or you'd like to hear some of our other podcasts, you can find them, along with our blog and Monday morning music, at our website, www.solidrockminnesota.com. You can also contact us there if you'd like your free Solid Rock Minnesota bumper sticker. Just message us a place to send it and we'll pop it in the mail. Until next time, may you be filled with life, love, laughter, family, and friends, people who truly know you. Many blessings.